All right. Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. ourselves a full show so i vote we jump right into it right up first gang i was sitting here and i was eating lunch and i was just fucking around now on youtube of course and i saw some shit and it was and i kind of like the name right karen and it was a karen at an airport and she was complaining that someone threw it, uh, that a cop threw her to the ground and, you know, roughed her up and someone taped it. And boy, she's just in full Karen mode crying. And she actually asked for the fucking manager. Now, let me get, let me make something real clear. Obviously, I am not a fan. I don't think any of us are fans of police brutality. I'm not even drunk yet. Police brutality of any kind. I, I'm not a fan. But gang, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this fucking video. There's not a mark on her. She's in the middle of a crowded fucking airport. Something tells me she didn't get Derek fucking Chauvin. Right? And it's just, and it, and it reminds me of the shit I've been saying since fucking forever. And that is when you don't, know, and I'll eat my words. If someone can produce the video of her getting, you know, choke slammed or something. But it's what I've always said. And that is when you don't know what oppression is, you have to make shit up. And what it is that you make up normally sounds so fucking stupid. And so it's like if I had to imagine, right, she, you know, cut to the line or the cop was wearing a mask, so it's probably one of those she took her masks off when she wasn't supposed to type of shit. And again, it, it's the difference between, again, experiencing and knowing what actual oppression is versus having to make shit up. And again, I, maybe not her necessarily, but again, that is the personality that normally tells everyone else, well, if you just do what you're told, right, you wouldn't be the victim of police brutality, right? Don't resist, right? Stop and frisk shouldn't be a problem if you don't have anything. Shut the fuck up, right? So I'm, I, I, I can't lie. Oh, I, again, the cop had his hand in his pockets, just cold chilling, just, yo, let's keep it calm. Let's keep this at around a two. And she was taking it out of 15. Right. And so again, I just had to throw that one in. That wasn't even part of today's show. But again, it just it made me think of what it is I've always said. And again, it's when you don't know what oppression is, you literally have to make shit up. Right? This person, Joe Theisman, had a compound fracture. Right. And the person who had the fucking stubbed toe is like, oh, my stubbed toe, there's nothing worse. Okay, when you're in a room full of fucking people with stubbed toes, you've got every right to complain, 
But you know who doesn't want to hear about your fucking sub toe? It's the guy with his fucking tibia sticking out of his skin. Doctors wondering, has the infection set in so much that we actually have to amputate this fucker's leg? How do we get blood flow to all... You see what I'm saying? And so I'm just imagining that the cop probably put his hand on her shoulder and probably pushed her back just a couple of inches like, man, we need to get back. And she took it like she was fucking Jacob Blake and got tased in his dick and shot seven fucking times. Throw the fuck up. Go get some real problems. Cut yourself shaving. Fuck me. But moving right along. Now, if you see me on Twitter, gang, one of my kids came back. Now, I don't have biological children, at least none that I know of, none that give me credit on tax day. But since I don't have a shit ton of biological kids, I got a whole bunch of babies. I've been at my place of work for fucking a decade and a half. I've seen all these fucking kids grow up, go to college, get married. Some of my kids have kids now. It's like, how the fuck did I get here? But I got one of my little girls back. And when I say little girl, I'm talking 23. Now, I checked my demographics before I got on. And again, thank all of you for the follows, the subscriptions. Thank you for taking an hour out of your day to listen to me fucking babble. But the overwhelming majority, I still don't know how I got people listening to me in fucking Russia. 1% of my audience is in motherfucking Russia. How did that work? But the overwhelming majority, like 80 plus percent of my listeners are in Generation X. I'm in Generation X, which means this little girl could have been all of our daughters. And so she walks in. The first thing I think of is I remember why I love this child. Gang, she is beautiful on the inside and out. She's phenomenal. She's fantastic. And she's one of those who's on my list. If you fart near this child without saying, excuse me, I'm going to punch you in your fucking face. Right? She, she's, fa- she's fantastic. The other thing I noticed was she was still wearing her mask. And so I was like, hey, baby girl, it's, it's good to see you. But uh, just so you know, the mask mandate in the studio has been lifted. It's 100% optional. You know what she said to me? She said, you know, I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. I'm going to keep my mask on. Again, this is a 23-year-old child. A child. Can someone explain to me how it is a 23-year-old fucking child has more empathy, has more awareness for her fucking surroundings than the some of the people who are charged with not just running this country, but making it better. That kid, I get, we are making progress. We are. People are getting vaccinated. People have been washing their hands and avoiding crowds for the last year. We are making progress. But this little girl was more concerned about the people around her than her own fucking comfort level. And it immediately made me think of all the fucking adults who have been shucking and jiving for the last year and some change. I mean, again, attitude reflects 
fucking leadership, gang. Let me say that again. Attitude reflects fucking leadership. If you want to know what's going on at the top, look at the fucking bottom. The, 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 the subordinates will follow their fucking leaders. And before I start jumping into examples, if you don't know this about me, I'm about to let you know. I fucking hate vegetables. I hate Brussels sprouts. I hate peas. If it is green and it is not money, I do not like it. I do not like vegetables. And don't tell me I haven't had your particular set of vegetables. Because my first question is, is it going to be made out of fucking vegetables? Then you're going to say yes. And I'm going to say keep your fucking vegetables. Then you know what's going to happen? I'm going to go to your fucking house. You're going to make me some vegetables. I'm not going to touch it. And then you're going to get pissed off and offended. Then I'm going to say, which part of I don't like vegetables do you not like? Hashtag, let's get back to the point of the story. I don't like vegetables, gang. I really don't. I'm a meatitarian. I was over at a friend's house and her son, who's what, like 12 years old now? This little fucker doesn't like vegetables either. When I was over there at around dinner time, I was invited to stay and she piled some vegetables on my plate. Now, the boy just wasn't here. I, I, I recognize that look. I made the exact same look when I was a kid. And I, she didn't even have to ask. The husband didn't even have to fucking ask. The siblings didn't have to ask. I was like, yo, dude. Right. And fuck me. I, I don't look the way I used to play. But I was like, look at these guns, Jack. <laughs> you want some of these? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not only do I work out. Hashtag insert the lie now. It's like I eat my motherfucking vegetables. You know what I did that night? I ate every single last one of those fucking vegetables. To set an example. Now, the bad news, a little fucker didn't eat those fucking vegetables. I ate those fucking green and yellow shits for nothing. What a waste of time. But my point is, attitude reflects fucking leadership. You do what you have to do when you're in the front of the crowd, whether you want to do it or not. Because it's not about you. It's about everyone fucking behind you. Right? I think about Marjorie Taylor, white men are the real victims, Jewish, space laser, Cro-Magnon man, fucking forearms, Cro-fucking-troglodyte-level fucking forehead green. This crazy-ass bitch sat there, fixed her mouth, and said that wearing a fucking mask is like being a Jew during the Holocaust. Then... They gave her another chance to kind of swat and swim, to escape, to kind of reel back what she said. This crazy bitch said any reasonable Jew would agree with me. Okay, I'm not even Jewish. Not one drop of my blood is Jewish, and I will speak for every Jew out there. No, bitch, we don't agree with you. The systematic slaughtering of over six million innocent people does not even fucking belong in the same sentence as a CDC mandate. The Holocaust, its only purpose was to end lives. That four inch 
piece of gauze in front of your fucking face was meant to save lives. That 23-year-old girl, she has more emotional wherewithal than a sitting member of fucking Congress. She's healthy as shit. She eats food so clean it doesn't cast a fucking shadow. The water she drinks goes through 17 different purification processes. If she catches fucking uh, COVID, it'll be two days of diarrhea. She'll be just fucking fine. But she's aware that if she gets COVID, she can give it to someone who's not as healthy as she is. Why is it that a 23-year-old girl sets a bigger example than a grown-ass woman with kids who's a congresswoman? What kind of shit is that? Marjorie Fuckface Green thinks CrossFit will help her not get fucking COVID. Just saying that stupid-ass sentence, gang, makes me want to take a drink. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. Fuckface Ted Cruz. Discount counter fucking Wolverine. I've said it once. I'll say it again. I will never pass up a fucking opportunity to, to trash the shit out of that asshole. Y'all remember? I can't remember why they put his ugly ass in front of them on the mic, but... This was before they lifted the mask uh, mandate. And he stepped to the mic with no with no mask. And the reporter kindly asked him, hey, would you mind putting on the mask? And then Ted fucking Cruz gave him some fucking kickback with that smug, ugly ass, bearded look of his. Here's the thing, though, fucking Ted. You're a leader. You understand? Attitude reflects fucking leadership. I know you're fucking vaccinated, you fucking troll. You are exactly what would happen if Frodo Hobbit lost fucking three inches of height and got hit in the face with a fucking sledgehammer. You put on a mask, Theodore, because there are people behind you looking up to you, so you need to set the appropriate fucking example. Again, why do we have to look to a 23-year-old child for leadership? Don't you get paid to lead, fuck-faced Ted? Do I need to send you a text? Is that an international text while you're in fucking Cancun? Or is it local? Again, we are looking to our fucking children for leadership. The people that are paid to lead are dropping the fucking ball. Matt Fuckface Elephant Titus Skull Gates. Gang, if you check that fucker's pockets right now, there are Chuck E. Cheese tokens in them right now. His fucking dates have a 9.30 p.m. fucking curfew. Their phone has still has parental controls on it so they don't look up porn. Y'all remember when the mask mandate first went into full effect? That fucker wore a gas mask on the floor. And just like every other asshole who gets called the fuck out, right, with, with a racist joke, a misogynistic joke, 
are mocking COVID, what do they say? Oh, don't be a snowflake. I was only joking. Man, man, shut the fuck up. He wore a gas mask on the floor of the Senate so he could mock fucking COVID. I say it again. Attitude reflects leadership. Gang, it took us over a year to get to the point that we are in. I wonder how much better we would have been if we had more compliance with CDC guidelines. Again, ask people what's in a fucking McRib sandwich. You know what they'll tell you? Deliciousness. Gang, there's no fucking meat in a McRib. How much chick? Do you guys remember when fucking McDonald's advertised that there's real chicken and McNuggets now? What the fuck was in it before? You called it a fucking chicken McNugget. And they saw there's three McDonald's within walking distance of my fucking house. Around 5 p.m. The, the fucking line around McDonald's wraps around the building at least two times. No one asks what's in a fucking McNugget, what's in a fry. Do, do you know the McDonald's fries do not oxidize? They don't. Serious. Go do an experiment. Go buy McDonald's fries, leave them out, put them underneath a little glass thingy so the bugs don't get to them. Gang, in two months, they will look exactly the way they do the moment you bought them. But now all of a sudden, everyone wants to know exactly what's in the fucking vaccine. Right? They want every ingredient. They want every test. Shut the fuck up. This country is morbidly obese for a fucking reason. We eat fast food like it's going out of fucking style. Don't act now all of a sudden concerned that you are concerned about what the fuck is going inside of your fucking body. Shut the fuck up. But again, attitude reflects fucking leadership. Matt Gates is a representative of, are you fucking kidding me? He can't represent shit, but people look up to him. Again, where you work right now, if you are listening to this, take your place of employment. If you had a coworker with this much credible evidence against him that they had systemically rape children, How fast would you have punched that person in the dick? How fast would your boss have shown that person the fucking door and said, don't you ever come back in this fucking place? How does Matt Gaetz still have a fucking job? How is he a leader of shit? Again, attitude reflects leadership. My 23-year-old is infinitely more qualified to lead than the people who are paid to fucking do it. Lauren fuckface felonious high school dropout fucking Bobert. Again, gang, if a black person, if I, at 6'3", 240 some odd fucking pounds, if I put on my application that I do not have an actual high school diploma, that I have spent time in fucking prison, What job do you think I would be qualified to fucking do? How does this crazy bitch have a place as a fucking congressperson? I saw a video of her last night 
calling Nancy Pelosi, who, yes, I've got issues with Nancy Pelosi, but this isn't about Nancy Pelosi. But I know how people are. Oh, what about Nancy? Shut the fuck up. I'm talking about fucking felonious high school dropout, Lauren fucking Boebert. This crazy bitch was saying, saying uh, Nancy Pelosi can kiss her mask. She's not going to wear a mask. Gang, this is the same people who sit there and jerk off the fucking troops. A again, it, it is so much easier to flap your fucking gums. Right? What you do speaks so loud, I can't hear what you fucking say. Right? Again, you sit there and you talk about how much you love the troops. We nickel and dime the fucking troops. We send these people to die. And sometimes that's the more kinder thing to do. And then they come back here, their mental health is all kinds of fucked up. We paid them peanuts to go over there and fucking die for our fucking freedom, and they're homeless. We step over homeless vets all the time to go into fucking Target, Walmart, or whatever fine steakhouse we're getting ready to fucking eat at. Those people, do you, does anyone know what a rucksack is? I will go to my grave telling you guys the truth. I am not military. I'm a military kid, but I know what a rucksack is. Rucksacks are a little bit uncomfortable. You ever tried to take a hike to double time it with a rucksack? It's a little bit uncomfortable. These troops that you love so fucking much, fucking they ruck in fucking deserts. They're carrying gun. If you carry a gun to work, your job fucking sucks. They go to sleep in deserts and now when on a cool night, it's 115 fucking degrees. These are the people we claim to fucking love so much. They live their life uncomfortable, Lauren. And all we're asking you to do is to be uncomfortable for 20 minutes when you go and make fucking groceries. Attitude reflects fucking leadership. Again, the troops that you love so much. Tammy Duckworth, the Marine pilot. She is limbless minus what her, I think she has half of one arm. It's in chronic pain, no legs. You, you, you want to talk about loving your troops? I can't remember what disagreement, but fuck face Tucker, Mac Swanson, McNeil, McRib, go fuck you and your family. Carlson trashed her. You remember and it's funny, it's like we love all the troops except the ones that disagree with Trump. Right? You can't have it all 952 fucking ways. Again, the troops that you claim to love so much live their life in discomfort. We're asking you to not even be uncomfortable, not even be inconvenienced. It's a four-inch piece of fucking gauze that goes over your fucking pie hole, Bobert. Don't you ever say you love the fucking troops ever again, you hypocritical little bastard. Shit. Now, moving on to the grand fucking poobah of them fucking all. The orange chimpanzee, the orange skinned asshole, the fucking thrice married philanth, cheat son of a bitch, fraud dogging porn stars, 
while his wife's at home breastfeeding his fucking brat, cheater on taxes, habitual liar, Donald, fuck you, fuck me. There's no way you're six foot three, 235 pound sack of shit, Trump. Say that five times fast. It doesn't get any higher. And as, as much, you know what? That was quite the little ramble right there. I'm going to reward myself with a little bit of this delicious motherfucking hindrance. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. Donald Trump. Again, it pains me to say this, gang. It brings me no pleasure at all whatsoever to say this. Donald Trump was the 45th president of the United States. In case you aren't aware how this works, the highest ranking member of the United States military is the United States president. My dad, who served honorably, my dad, who saw his friends die in front of his fucking face. My dad volunteered for Vietnam. You understand that? That means my father would have to salute Donald fucking Trump. It doesn't get any higher in this country than the commander in chief. Why do you think we call him commander? Donald Trump had an opportunity, whether he believed in COVID or not, he did. Go look at the uh, Bob Woodward interview. Trump knew this was a lethal virus. Trump knew it had the ability to multiply like a Catholic rabbit on date night without a fucking condom. He knew. But let's say the fucker didn't know. You wear that fucking mask, you orange baboon, because everyone is looking at you. Again, we are making progress now, but I wonder where we would be if the commander-in-chief wouldn't have worn a mask from day one. Gang, I actually remember the fucking interview when he sat there when we were just getting to the point before the hammer dropped, and they said, everyone has to wear a mask. It is no longer an option. And he's sitting there hemming and hawing and shucking and jiving and talking all this bullshit. And I remember he says among the lines of, yeah, you know, a mask is good, but I don't see myself wearing one. Do you guys have any idea what the fuck he did to this country when he opened up his puke hole to say that bullshit? Do you know how many people now follow Donald Trump's lead? Again, we got some uneducated asshole living in a trailer park wearing overalls with no shirt questioning Dr. Anthony fucking Fauci. Right? Again, I said this before in other podcasts. That guy has been the consummate professional. He's on his eighth fucking administration. Biden makes the eighth. Do the math. That's over 30 years of service. He was great at his fucking job right up until Donald Trump said he wasn't. Now, on top of lock her up, lock her, shut the fuck up. What was the other battle cry? Fire, Fauci, fire, Fauci. What? Then you got Megan McCain's monkey ass up there saying, now Fauci's stupid. I got people at work telling, oh, Fauci, shut the fuck up. Even if you're the one of the best orthopedic surgeons out there, you're not an infection disease expert. You got Rand Paul, 
And again, these how you, this is how you know these Republicans aren't getting any pussy anytime soon. Last time they had pussy was the last time they had it had them. Are you fucking kidding me? No one, no woman in her right mind fucks Ted Cruz with that beard, and no woman in her right mind wants to look up at a sweaty Rand Paul with that fucked up ass haircut on top of him. Oh, baby. Oh, you like that? Oh, you need some of this dick? Ah, oh, shut the fuck up. He is an eye doctor. And I bet you he's very good at what he does. But you know what he's not? An infectious disease expert. Why is this asshole of all people grilling Dr. Anthony fucking Fauci? Right? Again, Fuck me. Attitude reflects fucking leadership. Now, gang, I'm looking at the fucking clock. I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm going to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. And then I'll be back with part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. To wrap up, the, so to wrap up the last one, gang. Again, attitude reflects leadership. A twenty-three-year-old girl. I have watched this child grow up, and you know, I, I would have been more shocked if it was the other way around. She's always been super sensitive. She cares more about others than she does her fucking self. And, and, we, and you get more leadership out of it. What, what did we all know at 23? Let me tell you something. Hashtag not a fucking thing. And this child showed more adult in her than people who are paid to be grownups, who are elected leaders and are supposed to be helping run this country for the better. A kid, a kid, a child. She, she's literally old enough to be my daughter. She is my fucking daughter. Again, we, we look for our children. And I, I've said this when Trump was, you know, doing what he was doing. Whoa, what we're doing? <laughs> Real fast before I jump off this topic. On that fucking video of, you know, the, the uneducated felon, otherwise known as fucking Lauren Fuckface Bobert. You know, she's up here calling Joe Biden Sleepy Joe. I mean, fuck me, gang. We have higher standards for our children. Fuck around and let one of your kids insult, you know, lying, Ted, sleepy, all this stupid shit. And if you say you wouldn't, you're a horrible fucking parent. But if your child was talking about someone like that, you'd beat the brakes off that fucker. You would God damn, I belt had meatloaf for uh, lunch. Hashtag it was delicious. If you had a kid who talked like that, oh, calling women horse faces, what? And calling an entire fucking ethnic group rapist. I love the uneducated. 
you wouldn't have a friend left. But we have higher standards for our fucking children. Right? And again, again, what we allow our 10-year-olds not to get away with, we allow our elected leaders to get away with. Again, I just saw a 23-year-old child at 7 o'clock this morning who showed more leadership, who had more empathy, who had more feelings for the people around her than the fucking former president of the United fucking States. America, we're doing something wrong. Or maybe we're doing something very right. Fuck me. But moving right along to the meat of fucking today. Gang, I was forwarded an article from my emotional support system And it had to do with the fucking radical-ass abortion bill here in the state of Texas. Yes, I've talked about Texas for, what, three or four straight podcasts? It's a big fucking state. We got a lot of fucking problems. I see myself doing this more than once. Okay. So, gang, this is how this fucking... The the story and of... The point of this article, and uh, before I go... I'm about to get hard and heavy with sexual violence and stuff like that. And uh, please write this down. Stop what you're doing and listen to me. If you are not in a place, and I'm dead serious, if you are not in a place where you can handle graphic stories about sexual violence, you did great. Right? You put up with my voice for 30 some odd minutes. Turn this shit off. Go get some help. Actually, you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The, the phone of knowledge is sitting right here. Hold on, let's, uh, let's do this. Yes, I gave this phone number out earlier. I gave this phone number out. So, okay, I bullshit you not, gang. I'm going to get respectfully graphic with uh, some of these stories coming up. And if you are not in a place where you can listen and internalize things that are getting ready to come out of my mouth, hang up. But before you do, but before you do, this is a 24-7, 370-day-a-week hotline. The National Sexual Assault Hotline. It is 100% free. It is 100% confidential. You need to call this right now. It is... 1-800-656-HOPE. 1-800-656-HOPE. The website is RAIN, R-A-I-N-N dot org. RAIN, my voice just cracked, RAIN dot org. They also have a text chat hotline. If you are not in a place to listen to stories about rape and other forms of sexual violence, turn off this fucking podcast. But before you do, it is R-A-I-N-N.org, RAIN.org. It is a national sexual assault hotline. It is free. They keep your information 100% confidential. They are open 25 hours a day, 18 hours a week, fucking 900 days. 
I completely fucked that up, but you know the point I was trying to make. 1-800-656-HOPE. Get on the website. They have a chat line if you are not verbal. I hope y'all listen to me. All right, we're moving on. We are moving on. Fuck face, Greg Abbott. Dude, I cannot bash you a fuck enough. You smiled when you passed that archaic ass bill. What in the fuck is wrong with you? So the story that my emotional support system sent me was a story of a 13-year-old girl. Violent, like, like there's any other kind, but violent. Was violently raped by her fucking grandfather. You want to know what happened? Keep in mind, that's right here in Texas. She became pregnant from that fucking encounter. Did you, okay, maybe maybe I'm getting heated because I have to hear these fucking stories all day long. And let me tell you something, gang. I'm not the one who's getting fucked up. Can you imagine for two fucking seconds what that little girl... So I read the article, and the little girl had to tell her mom that she's missed some of her menstrual cycles. Then she had to piss on a stick, only to find out she was pregnant from that fucking encounter. Now, at last check, there are four places left in the state of Texas. Now, keep in mind, the only state bigger than Texas is Alaska, and it's not really attached you can drive literally for 16 hours across Texas and you still won't be outside of Texas. That's how big we are. This little girl had to drive for fucking hours to get an abortion because her grandfather fucking raped her. Greg Abbott, what in the fuck is your problem, dude? I mean, again, it's 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 not the arrogance; it's the hate to think that you know better for this little girl's life than she does. You weren't even in the fucking room, Greg Abbott, when this violence happened, and because of your fucking mandate, this little girl had to drive hours when she should have been able to drive for minutes. Again, and, and, and I'm thinking about some of the fucking Christians in my life who have told me this and some of the Christians I've seen. Yes, I'm ragging some of the Christians. Like I said, if your version of a Jesus makes you a better person, then I like your Jesus. But the Jesus that makes a little girl drive 10 hours, I hate your fucking Jesus and I hate you too. But this Christian fucking excuse, and I'm saying this because Abbott mentioned his fucking God when he bragged that he put his blood money name on that fucking piece of legislation. He smiled while he said his creator gave everyone life. Well, how about this, fuckface Greg? Let your creator come down here and make that proclamation. Until then, you are just another hate-filled fucking asshole telling women what they can do with their own meat. Fuck you, Greg Abbott. But this little girl had to drive across the state to get a fucking abortion. But back to the Christians. 
I've heard this said before many a times, and that is, well, the baby did nothing wrong. Why are we punishing the baby for what the father did? Every single fucking time a Christian opens up their polluted fucking pie hole to say that, I want to put my fist in it. Because Christians, if that's the leg you're going to stand on, I'm going to tie kick it out from underneath you. You fuckers need to change your entire fucking business model because your religion says that we are all cursed because of what Dirt Man and Rib Woman did. We are being punished according to Christian theology, or I should say mythology. We are all plunged into sin because a woman who was made out of a man's rib ate a fucking apple. So as a result, if we don't suck the dick of your God and swallow the man gravy, we all get to go to hell because that's what we deserve and God loves us. Amen. You fuckers <laughs> need to stop. <coughs> I'm getting so goddamn mad I'm choking up. You guys need to change your fucking business model. You guys need to stop kicking out that stupid fucking talking point. You don't get to tell that 13-year-old girl she has to carry a pregnancy born of rape because the father did something wrong, so why should the baby perish? Have you read the first couple chapters of fucking Genesis? According to you guys, that's exactly why we're in a state that we're in. Because our fathers ate a fucking piece of fruit. Give me a break. And I mean, seriously, and I saw a video. And I think it's a little bit more calm. I can't remember the big words because I'm not a gynecologist. I told y'all I'm a brain damaged C student who sweats for a living. But it was a Texas OBGYN. And she was explaining in medical terms how fucked up this bill is. Because you guys got to understand. The bill that this asshole signed, there are literally no exceptions. If you are pregnant, congratulations, ladies, you're a breeder. And before when you fuck, say something stupid like, oh, you shouldn't have had sex. Shut the fuck up. Again, and again, why do I, I got a dick. Why do I have to be the one to say this? Consent to sex is not consent to fucking pregnancy, you assholes. And again, in the state of Texas, all we want to do is flap our gums. Right? You want kids to not fuck? Well, guess what? Vaginas get wet and dicks get hard. I don't care how much you pray to your fucking God. It's going to happen. They know what they're going to do? The person with the hard dick is going to stick it inside the person with the wet vagina. But the problem is, we don't teach comprehensive, education-based sex education, right? Fuck y'all. But there was this OBGYN, and she was talking about all these kind of uh, emergency cases to where you are learning your second and your third trimester, and she was using words so fucking big, I don't think they're in the regular fucking dictionary. But she was saying, look, there are cases to where abortion is 100% medically ne necessary and this fucker's bill that he signed with blood eliminates those procedures she straight up said you are killing these women 
Now, I don't know, and gang, I don't give a shit if he's doing it for votes or he actually believes this shit. To me, it really just doesn't matter because Greg, again, he gets to go home in the first of every month because of his lawsuit and that piece of legislation that got him paid. Yeah, the one that he blocked for everyone else at the beginning of every month, he gets a $14,000 infusion of cash. He has a steady paycheck as the governor of Texas. I'm sure there's some investments. Something tells me Greg Abbott's not doing all that bad financially. And to that, big ups to Greg. Yo, you work the system, Jack. I've said before, I'll never shit on another man's ambition. Go get him. But while you're sitting pretty, Greg, in the governor's mansion, again, you've got no relationship, you fucking asshole, to the ladies going through this shit. You don't. You'll never meet them. You'll never hear their fucking stories. Fuck you, man. Seriously. Again, the the arrogance to, to tell women that you know better for them, even when it's a traumatic moment. Rape. Incest. Again, your prayers, I don't know if you've noticed this, they're, they're great on Super Bowl Sunday, Jack. Absolutely. They're great on game seven of the world fucking series. Absolutely. You need your fucking car keys? Pray to God, you can find them. Lost $20 bill? Yep. The undiagnosed breast cancer lump in some lady's tit? She prayed on it. Her tits are just fine. That God's there for everything, isn't he? You know what he's not there for, Greg? Rape. Rape and incest. That fucker... He is so not present, it's almost like he doesn't fucking exist. And again, you signed a bill into law that made sure, because again, right now, excuse me, there are only four places in the state of Texas, gang. And I bullshit you not. When I drive, I'm central. I'm central Texas. Just to get to Orange, Texas, when I want to go back to New Roads, That is six hours. That's just to get almost out of Texas. Now imagine if I started to Orange and I drove to fucking El Paso. Tim, you know what? Hold on. Watch this. We just so happen to have the phone of knowledge. I'm going to tell y'all just so you guys have an idea. Watch this. Orange. Texas to El Paso. Paso, Texas. Fuck me. Gang, that is almost 15 fucking hours. That's from one side to the fucking other. Are you fucking kidding me? So now if you go from North Texas to South Texas, that's a little bit longer stretch. You're probably looking closer to somewhere 17 to 20. If you are a fucking rape survivor and you become pregnant from that encounter, there are four operational, and I saw a story a while back because one of them was in San Antonio. They, They changed that one, but it was open, but 
they nitpicked and made so many unnecessary rules and regulations that it was literally fucking impossible. One of them was the length of a uh, from wall to wall. Let's say they uh, the the new law is now twelve feet from wall to wall in the hallways. This uh, clinic was like ten and a half. And, and and there's like, well, just in case there's these emergencies, you can roll the shut the fuck up. And they interviewed the doctor who was doing the abortion procedures as like, my clinic does not have patient. It never has. It's never will. It's not designed for that. People who are they go to bigger hospitals and other clinics. But literally over like 18 inches was just one of the many violations. Which made his clinic that provided safe and legal abortions. He can't do it now. And one of them was something along the lines of like, once you get to the facility and all this other bullshit, I'm trying to remember the other crap, but it was like, once you get there, you have to spend like an entire night or two in that city. Well, do you know who the overwhelming majority of people who get abortions gang? Lower middle class to poor people. Again, if you work for $12 an hour, you got to need those $12 an hour. You know who can't afford to take two days off from work? Yeah, those ladies. And again, I'm so glad that your God wants every baby to live, even though if they are born and raised Hindu and they die Hindu, they get an eternity from in hell. But thank oh, our, our, our missionaries, shut the fuck up. Again, this, this is beyond fucking archaic. And it legitimately makes me angry, gang. Again, this is not about Uncle Bobby. I, I'm nothing in this story. But again, I see and I hear more stories about rape and other forms of sexual violence in a month period than what most 15 people can hear in five lifetimes. I've heard the stories of women who get pregnant from these fucking encounters. I know of women, and we're not friends' friends, but these are some of my students that I've taught in the past who are in religious groups, being raped and violated by pastors, by elders, by preachers. And you know some of the fucked up endings to this? When the girl reports the rape, the fucked up portion isn't that people believe don't believe her. They do. But they blame her. What kind of gangster shit is that? Right? Well, if you weren't such a sexy 13-year-old, you know, wearing your cheerleading shorts, then, you know, Father McFeely wouldn't have bent you over and raped the shit out of you. This is your fault, little girl. I've actually heard those fucking stories. And when that little girl wants to get an abortion because she doesn't want to carry her rapist baby and then we shame her and say stupid shit like it's God's will or we have to look at fucking Greg Abbott's smiley fucking face on TV and say, oh, hey, you see that guy? Yeah, he doesn't know you, but he knows what's better for you more than you. Gang, I, I, my, my original policy when it came to talking about rapes and sexual assault, well, uh, I mean abortion, was I'm just going to stay out of it, right? I, I don't have a, a, a vagina. 
All I'm going to say is I'm pro-choice. I'm just going to leave it alone. Yeah, that's not good enough, Robert Reed. Shut the fuck up. You got to speak up, you dumb bastard. Gang, I am so fucking pro-choice, it hurts. And not for these extreme cases. Now, I'm saying not just for these extreme cases, pardon that. But for any case, and that's part of the reason why I never got into the debate or the discussion. Because everyone always shoots to rape and incest. And I'm like, well, what about the lady who just doesn't want to get fucking pregnant? Right? Well, Robert, she should have used protection. Sometimes she does. Again, the only form of protection that is 100% fail proof is abstinence. But again, I don't know about you guys. I see a hot chick. I get a little tingling down there in my swimsuit area. Right? Again, you, you can pray all you want, but it's not going to kill a natural sex drive. Right? And so whether she's on the pill, the rubber brakes, whatever the fuck, and she gets pregnant or she, like this poor little girl, gets raped by her fucking grandfather. It doesn't matter. And again, someone was talking about this at work. Actually, shit, just on Tuesday. I actually can't believe I know what day it is. Wow. And she was like, well, Robert, what if that's your baby? And my response hadn't changed. My body's not rental space, Jack. It's not my meat. It's not my call. It may be sad. You know, maybe she wasn't aware or not. That feeling has kind of gone past. But it's like, if even if I was just red hot for having a baby and she was pregnant from our encounter and she was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Oh, I'm probably going to be sad as shit. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's not my meat. Just like Susie Q. If you're like, yeah, uh, you need to take, you know, these pills, these pills, these pills for your dick. I need you to get cash straight and all this other shit. I would say you got to get to stepping. Right. Which, which part of, right. It, it, this is my meat. Do you not understand? Give me a fucking break. Again, Greg Abbott and all these other fucking people, they don't get the opportunity to sit here and say stupid shit like, I know what's better for you and your body, your reproductive fucking choices. And again, so I, I almost apologize. No, I don't almost apologize. I do apologize for not speaking about this shit earlier. The bottom line, it's not your meat. It's not your fucking call. Leave those fucking ladies alone. Whether it's consensual sex that ends in an unplanned or unwanted pregnancy or it's the result of a rape, it doesn't fucking matter. Shut the fuck up. All right, gang, Uncle Bobby, as usual, and today was kind of deep, wasn't it? Shit, has given you a lot of fucking problems. And in typical fucking Uncle Bobby fashion, he's going to give you a lot of fucking solutions. First up, Karen's shut the fuck up. I almost laugh my monkey ass off when I see these videos of what you guys are complaining, what you think oppression is. Again, I didn't, they didn't have the whole clip, but again, I can only imagine the cop probably put his hand on her shoulders like, man, you need a backup. And she thinks she's being treated like Rodney fucking King. Again, when you don't know what actual oppression is, you got to make shit up. And now I get to fucking laugh at you because you think that's rough treatment? Switch places with the black person. <laughs> you won't, you cowardly bastard. Second in command. 
the masks. 23-year-old little girls, if you have to look to a 23-year-old girl for fucking leadership, shut the fuck up. We've got Gates, Cruz, Boebert, Trump, all you fucking assholes. My little girl showed more fucking leadership in a two-minute conversation that people who are paid to run this country You fuckers should be embarrassed. You really should. My little girl is infinitely more qualified to have people stand behind her and follow her lead than you fuckers are. And you're paid to actually lead. Holy shit. Where's the recall? (laughs) Get these fuckers out of office. You guys are fucking killing me. Wait, did I hit the homeless problem? Holy shit. I totally skipped over one of my issues, didn't I? Gang, at least I have a topic for tomorrow. Holy shit. But the next one up. (laughs) Greg Abbott, shut the fuck up. Again, I cannot believe you're a fucking leader. We have 13-year-old girls being raped. And you... And they become pregnant from this fucking encounter. And you think you know better for them than they do for their goddamn selves. Again, that's not arrogant, Greg. That's hatred. That is hate-filled. Dude, I'm not going to say anything bad, (laughs) but get out of your own fucking ego. You sat there and you smiled why you signed your blood-drenched fucking piece of legislation and a 13-year-old girl was raped and became pregnant from that rape and had to travel for hours to get a fucking abortion. This time next year, that little girl's going to have to go to fucking Tijuana, Mexico. All because of your fucking ego and you think you know better. You make me sick, Greg Abbott. Wow, that was nice, wasn't it? All right. The big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Jen and Truth, let's go. Let's go.